there's no reason for you to be losing sleep at night when you're stressed out about the business shit you have going on. Listen, you own a business. There's always going to be problems, but so many of those problems can be mitigated. Just like so many of your tax and IRS problems can be mitigated when you hire a CPA. Anyone who's ever done their own taxes realizes what a pain in the ass that is until they hire a bookkeeper and a CPA and they're like, fuck, why didn't I do this years ago? I do the same thing for gym owners. I essentially work with gym owners daily. Yes, daily, weekly, and we get on calls monthly. I have a app that I call my bat phone and you are able to pick up that app, audio message me, text or video message me and explain to me the situation, the fire that is going on in your business right now. And I'm able to get back to you within hours to help you find a solution to the problem. See, having me in the pocket of your, you know, literally in your fucking pocket is essentially like having an additional business partner, but someone who doesn't have any equity, but someone who his only superpower in this world is solving problems for micro gym businesses. That's the only thing I'm truly good at. And if you would like that capacity of being able to work with me on the daily, literally a fire happens in three hours from now and you're like, shit, I got like two decisions, two choices to make on this decision. I don't know which one to go with. You could literally have picked up your phone, hit me up on the bad phone. We have discussed it. And now you're well on your way to with the rest of your day because we already have the execution plan in place. Guys, work smarter, not harder. I do this with 40 gyms per month. I've always got a couple slots opening because I'm always getting fired. I love getting fired. I want my guys, my females, my owners to move on and not need me on the regular. But during there's times when you do need somebody on the regular and I'm here for that. And then when you don't need me anymore, you fire me. I do no contracts, none of that shit. It's all month to month. My goal is to get you to fire me. And then you could always hit me back up if shit, you know, goes off the rails later on down the road or you're faced with another problem you need assistance with. If this is something you're interested in, please shoot me a DM over on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk, and I'd love to talk with you. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So, Class schedules and growing certain class times or trying to figure out why your utilization rates aren't as high in certain class times as they are others. This It's a deep topic. Highly recommend heading over to Microgym University, get enrolled. I've got a, a course that covers all this, but I want to talk about this at the highest level because I'm talking to an unknown group of owners and I don't know how many classes a day you have. I don't know how many, you know, what your class cap is. And I have no idea what your utilization rates are. So I'm going to talk very generically. But the bottom line is most of us have a bloated class schedule, meaning we have far too many classes than our membership number dictates. And this is right off the bat. And so, for example, uh, let's say I'm working with a concept gym, all right? So I get to somebody or someone gets to me and they're like, hey, man, you know, I just opened six months ago. So they were a concept, they had a grand opening, and now they're in infancy stage, okay? Six months in, and they're like, man, my utilization rates are just horrible. I'm like, okay, cool. How many members do you have? And they're like, we're six months in, we've got uh, 80 members. I'm like, all right, well, I look at the class schedule, and I see six classes a day. Six classes a day for less than 100 members. That's probably two times more than what they need. So I come back to the owner. I say, listen, man, based on what I'm seeing here with this membership, and let's make some assumptions, right? Let's assume the average person is coming three times a week. Let's assume his class cap is 20 people per class. 
I would tell that owner, we need to go three classes a day. You're not generating enough revenue to pay people to go six classes a day. In most of those cases in the infancy stage, a lot of times the owner operator is working all those hours. So this guy is working six hours in a day in which sometimes he's just doing really cheap semi-private personal training because he doesn't, you know, there's not enough people in there. Two people show up to the 7 a.m. class and it's beyond frustrating. That's not the service he offers. He offers group, 20 people class, group service. That's what, again, is going to sell best. When people come in and for a group fitness class and there's two people in it, you look so unsuccessful. It's ridiculous. And I know some of you are like, yeah, but sometimes the prospects like it because they get more one-on-one attention. It's less intimidating. Like, That's not, that's not um, a statement that promotes the accuracy of less people in a class being a good thing. That's a statement that promotes the accuracy that maybe your shit's too complex and too fucking intimidating. To the point when there's nobody in the fucking, you know, in the room, in the class, people are happy about it. It'd be like going to a movie, right? And you get to the movie theater, you expect a bunch of people in there, but there's not. But you're actually okay with it because it's really fucking scary. You don't want anyone else seeing you crying like a little bitch, right? You're real excited because you got to the intimidating group fitness thing. You're like, oh, thank God there's no one here. That's not what you want, man. You want people to be like, oh, where's the energy? Where's the people? Like, I came because I saw uh, their photos and their videos and made it look social and fun and a lot of people and high energy, right? So let's just do some basic shit, some math, all right? So I'm saying if you have 100 or less members in your gym, you need about three classes a day. An a.m., an afternoon, and a p.m. maybe. Maybe two a.m.s and a p.m. Maybe 1 a.m. and 2 p.m. I don't fucking know, right? This is up, That's up to you. You have to figure this out. You have to know your market. You got to test things out. There's no like industry standard. Do it this way that I can give you, okay? But let's just for the sake of this, say you went like uh, 1 a.m. and 2 p.m.s, okay? And the class cap is 20 people per class. So you know at 100% utilization, you can see 60 people a day. Now you're going to run that schedule Monday through Friday, all right? So across a five-day week, Monday through Friday, you have 300 spots to sell, okay? We're all following me on this. 20 class cap, that's 20 spots, three a day. That's three times 20 is 60. 60 times five days is 300 spots. Let's say you also have a Saturday class, right? Or, you know, there's something else going on on Saturday. Um, So you'd have a little more than, you'd have more than 300 spots to sell, but for the ease of math, let's just stick with 300. So you've got 300 spots to sell. Now, Stu, how do you know that I should only be running with three classes? Well, I mean, just do the math. Even if you like you didn't have this scenario, you're the guy who has the six classes, you can just you know run this scenario and be like, okay, that makes more sense. If I had 300 spots to sell and I have you know less than 100 members and the average person is coming three times per week, right? so there's 300 spots, one person is going to take up three of those. So take 300, divide it by three. This is per week. And what does that give you? It gives you 100. That means I, you know, at 100% utilization, you could ballpark fit around 100 members into the gym in which their weekly frequency would allow for them to come three times per week and get into a class time. Now, it gets a little dicey there 
to a degree when you're if you're if you're truly doing this off you know a um, hundred members with three classes a day, but you're you're pretty close to the ball, but you're far closer to what's going to be profitable for you than six classes a day, like I talked about in the previous don't do this scenario. It's real simple, guys. What does the average per, how often does the average person attend? Okay, you have that number. Now tell me how many classes per week you have. Multiply that by the cap per class. All right, so now you have the total spots available in a week. Divide that by one person's weekly frequency and that'll give you a ballpark as to what that membership number could be. Now there's nuance here. But it, I don't care how much, like, well, what if someone only comes the mornings and they can only come on Monday, Wednesday? Like, I don't care how much nuance there is. This will still at least put you in the ballpark for how many classes you should have. So let's say, for example, that example, you got 100 members. You're currently running three classes a day. The average person comes three times a week. And you're starting to realize you have utilization issues. Meaning, Stu, I've got, you know, several of my classes that are, completely full with a wait list and it's been going on like this for a few weeks members are starting to complain right some of them have self-selected themselves to move into other class times but with only three classes a day it's you know it's not you know they don't have a ton to pick from great guess what you just found my friend you just found a mathematical way to you know actually make the move of adding an additional class now you find the class time that has the highest utilization and you my, my favorite move is what I call split the difference, right? So if you have like, um, oh, if you've got a really busy, uh, let's say you have one class time in the evening in this example and you've got a 6 p.m. that's popping, you go 5.30, 6.30, split the difference, now you have two class times, right? There's other variations here. Go to MGU. I, I'm not going to go through all the different options, but... Um, the courses at MGU if you want to learn more about this. But essentially, now you actually have at least created a class time based on logic and math and rational reason. I, the amount of times I look at a class schedule, I'm like, why, why do you have a class here? Yeah, well, I don't know. A couple clients one time came and said that they'd really like this class, and then they don't really attend it all that often, but I've just kind of kept on the schedule because three women really like it. I'm like, okay, so you pretty much went off the, you know, the emotional request of a handful of clients and you made a decision to literally burden your schedule, your, you know, your payroll and your staff with a class based on the request of a, of a handful of individuals. No, we do not add classes when a handful of individuals request it. We add classes when the utilization of our current schedule has hit a capacity where it is now creating a customer service issue. That's the only time we add more classes. But how, what if like people aren't joining the gym because they look at my schedule and they see I don't offer classes that the other guy does? Well, trust me. If you Okay, fair enough. You're right. Someone might look at your schedule and say, oh, they don't have a, a 7 a.m. class. I can't go. But so let me so let me get this straight. You're going to just open it up on spec. Right? You guys know what I mean when I say on spec? That's like when somebody, you know, uh, flips a home in a neighborhood and, you know, fixes it up and puts it on the market on spec because they're speculative that someone's going to rent it from them. Right. When you buy a stock on spec. Right? You're hoping that the stock is going to go up. 
So like you don't have guarantee you don't have, you, you have not um, brought in data that would guarantee the desired result, which when you have a current membership base, you're able to do so. Don't add a class without running a, a, a survey or a poll past the members. Hey, name and email, you know, make them identify themselves. We're th- you know, we're thinking of adding a blah 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 class. Would you would this class be um uh would you would this be a class you would attend on a regular basis and just at least get some data? Now I know what you're saying, like yes, Stu, but people can say they're going to come, but then they sometimes they don't. And I added the class. Cool. Now you go ahead and you say, I'm okay. The survey said you guys want to see this class time. We're going to add it. We're going to run it for a preliminary, a probationary, a temporary, a test run period of four to six weeks. If it does well, we'll keep it on the schedule. If not, we'll take it off. No big deal. No harm, no foul. But like, there's a way to set this up. I like when I hear Jim, I was like, yeah, but I added it a while ago and some people like it, but it's really not popular and I'm not, I'm stuck with it. I'm like, you're not married to this motherfucker. It's a class on your schedule. Fuck face, your schedule, your business. Why do you act like, but I gave it to them and I can't take it away they'll get all grumpy like oh my god you little bitch ass it's a fucking it's your business make the calls needed to be successful not the calls that make everybody happy because guess what you're never going to make everybody happy right if you're wanting to do that you might as well close up shop now but at least hopefully maybe i don't know this gives you guys a little bit of a framework of like what an actual logical math driven process would be like when you are going and looking at adding classes, but most of you have schedules that are far too bloated. Um, I do generally recommend, and again, more detail in the MGU course, but if you're seeing low utilization below 60% on a class, it's the class has got a very short shelf life in my opinion. I'm giving it a period of time and then I'm axing it instantly. Well, Stu, if I ax that class, I'm gonna lose I could lose $1,000 of recurring revenue. But if I keep the class, it only costs me $300 a month. Okay, well now, okay, now you've said something that interests me. You've given me math. Does it cost more to keep the class open? So I've got gym owners who are in the fortune position. They don't coach the classes. They pay someone to coach the classes. So if that class, the P&L of it, keeping it is worth it, then keep it keep it right now if that you know is a five day a week class that's five hours a week and your employee who's coaching that class is also let's say you're like your only main employee and they're they're also tasks and responsible for doing other things and you and them are constantly butting heads because they're telling you dude i do not have enough time to get all the shit extra shit done that you want me to because i'm coaching all these classes and this one class only has three people in it, and you're keeping it though. You're like, yeah, well, I don't want to lose a thousand dollars, so you're gonna keep coaching it because it only costs me three hundred to pay you to do it. Um, but I'm still gonna give you shit when you don't get all my stuff done, even though I'm wasting five hours of your fucking time during the week. Yeah, like then then we have a different conversation, right? I appreciate you brought the math to me, how much it costs you, how much it makes you. But I, at the same time, I, if you truly have something, that's the other thing too. When you have something unique, people will make the schedule work out. That was the best part about Urban Movement, man. Because nobody did what Urban Movement did, like you couldn't find it. It's like, you know, us and Metabolic, you couldn't find our workouts anywhere. You can find CrossFit and boot camp and functional fitness workouts ab- ab- abundantly. 
but you couldn't find tempo training anywhere else. So when we would move the schedule around, clients either had to cancel, which was rare, or they had to adapt their schedule, which was common. And uh, yeah, that's it's a good sign when people do that. When people just like cancel, like I'll find another gym with a better class time. Do you really have anything that special? It's a good, it's a good question to ask yourself. Anyway, guys, that's all I've got for you today. Until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day. And listen, head over to MGU, get enrolled. If you're still fucking around and you listen to this podcast on the reg, and you're like, oh, that was really informational on my, you know, on my way dropping my kid off from school. Great. Imagine what would happen, fuckface, if you sat down and actually committed to increasing your business IQ. All right, talk to you guys soon.